Season 3, Episode 4, The Nanny from Hell. Or The Blank from Hell, as coined by Richard Lewis. As coined by Richard Lewis. But there's no way he coined that, right? Like, hasn't that been around forever? It's gotta be. I mean, I know Richard Lewis is probably, I guess, he's been around comedy for a long time now, but there's no way he did that. It, it can't be true. Can't be true. So, so far, like, this has been a very, like, the plot, the season three plot of the restaurant has been much more prominent in this season than the plot of season two and the the show, basically, is my first point. Like, they're hitting the restaurant every episode. It's like, they're doing scenes there, they're talking about it, they're discussing it. Like, it's, there's actually, like, a plot to this season of Curb, I think. Yeah, this season to Curb, you almost have to watch it sequentially to really yeah. understand what's going on. You do. I mean, I think the only, I think the second episode, the Ben and Joel Brownie is the only one without a scene in the restaurant. And that one, they involve the chef Randy to cook for them. So like, it, it's, everything is tying it together so far. Totally. Uh, um, good Larry line. Ought to try schlep and marble. Have you ever schlep marble? Have you ever schlep marble? It's a schlep. It's a schlep. <laughs> like, I don't know, like, this is a total throwaway scene. <laughs> like, total throwaway. Larry talking to... It's not even the bartender, it's the plumber, it's the plumber. who's doing some plumbing. plumbing. Doing some plumbing. Plumb like, the I depths. I understand, like, it's okay for him to, like, sit around and annoy Cheryl or annoy Jeff, but, like, I don't know, this is a, a regular guy just, like, doing his job, and Larry's just, like, standing there heckling him. He's, yeah. like, making... <laughs> it's actually really rude. Like, it, it comes across funny, but it's so obnoxious. It's just Larry being a, like, it's him being a goof. Yeah, it is. Yeah, but it works kind of well. It, like it, it. It, it, no, it does it's work. A way I mean, to start. Larry wants to make himself obnoxious. Like, he's not trying to be likable. I'm, I'm saying, you, I don't think he's likable here, but it's funny. He tries to have marble. Try having applesauce at a restaurant. Is that an underrated side, you think? I don't, I don't agree with Larry in this case. I, I don't agree either. Like, when do you go, when do you want applesauce as a side at a restaurant? I don't think I've ever had great applesauce. No one has. Well, that's because they don't make it at restaurants. Because chefs don't try to make it. Like, everyone has to save applesauce because you get out of the jar. Maybe if chefs did make it at restaurants, there'd be great applesauce. Man. I mean, what's the most complex applesauce you've ever had? Like, you take out the jar and you put, like, cinnamon on top, right? Uh, You get the cinnamon... Or you get the cinnamon cinnamon pre-jarred stuff. All right. Sometimes I've, like, put cinnamon sugar on top, maybe. But Trader Joe's, they make a pear sauce. I know. Actually, I get that sometimes. I don't like it. I don't like it as much, though. Okay. But I like pears better than apples. I guess I just don't like pear sauce better than applesauce. I've never had a good pear. Yeah. We, sh- we should have pe- we should have applesauce on the menu. We should encourage people, even. <laughs> like, I like the hand motion. Like, he's like, point, like encourage people to, to try the applesauce. Like, that's what their restaurant will be known for. For the applesauce. And perhaps Larry has a point here. So... How'd you like Larry's face when he says that Jeff can trust him with the secret? I do not actually remember. Uh, Jeff tells him the secret that Susie's pregnant. Yeah, that Susie's pregnant. And Larry, uh, like... What does he do? He's I like, actually can't picture it. He, like, puts his hands up in the air and almost looks, like, disgusted. Like, you could trust me with a secret. I'm, I'm, I'm great with secrets. We've said it before. He takes so much pride in, like being people's confidants yep. and, like, swearing secrecy, but he's not a good secret keeper. He's a terrible secret Like, actually, he told Martine. That's another example of someone he shouldn't have told. Yes, he told yeah. the nanny, who he doesn't even know. <laughs> but he does know that she's crazy. Um, so I actually don't have any notes until... I don't know your next note. I don't have anything until Martine shows up at the David's house. Uh, I have a few things. Um, when they're in the bakery... 
or the bakery that is now closing, all of the cakes look terrible. Yeah, that's a weird looking bakery. That's a weird looking bakery. Everything it's there looks very awful. fake. The storefront is it's it's like very empty inside. That I don't think it's a very well done like set construction. And the next thing I have is the establishing shot when they when they establish that they're at a pool party. Yeah. They do this really interesting camera move where the camera starts suspended over the pool and travels through the air. There's a woman that walks in front of the it's just a very oh, choreographed yeah, and uh, I did catch cinema, that actually. The, like, the, lots I, of cinematography on this little yeah, shot. The woman like walking in front of the camera talking. It, it's the a camera weird. is moving her. like cameras on curb don't really move. No, you're not like you're not supposed to be aware of camera work on curb. There's not supposed to be camera work. Like you're supposed to be shot as if there's no camera work. That's part of like how it's supposed to look. It's so out of place. It's so very strange. But right. it ends zoomed in on Jeff's face as he takes a huge bite of sponge cake. Bad idiot. That is best. Great. It's a delicious sponge. Is it's that like even eating a, a delicious sponge. Is that even a co- and Larry and Jeff both say that like independently of each other. Yep. Is, is that a compliment? Like. Is a delicious sponge what you want to be eating? I don't know the last time I had sponge cake. I don't know if I've ever had sponge cake, but, like, a sponge just doesn't seem... The texture of a sponge doesn't seem appetizing. Like, uh, I don't know. A delicious... But maybe if I ever had a delicious sponge... Maybe I should try some sponge cake and applesauce. That's uh, the moral of this week's Curbcast. So one thing I noticed, um, when Larry is arguing with Martine about going into the house, he's trying to sweet talk her. Yep. Did you notice what was going on in the background of that shot? Um, I don't think so. Okay, so in the background of the shot is maybe the best thing that happens in the episode is there is a man who is playing croquet by himself. Really? And while Larry's talking to Martine, he hits, like, he just, like, taps it through the arch and then does this, like, ridiculous victory dance. I have to watch that. You have to rewatch it. It's an adult man? It's an adult man playing croquet by himself, and he does this, like ridiculous celebratory victory dance and he flails his arms in the air and I'll, he's I'll standing after, he's standing like Larry's on the left Martin's on the right and there's this gap and he's just doing the dance in the gap do you think he knows he's in the shot or do you think he's just like in the background I don't I don't know what's going on it's framed so perfectly that it makes me seem like they wanted him to do that Sometimes. it's so strange I feel like what actors, like, he's obviously some no one bit extra on curve. Like, he's, I bet he, like, I don't think he's told to do that. I, I would guess he's doing that to try to get noticed. Like, he's trying to do anything he can to, like, get a, get himself into the scene, is, is my guess. This acting job is not going to get you a, a job on a different show. And we're talking about it. This is a, a America's premier curve podcast. He made the show. Hey, it might be true, but boy, boy, does he look stupid. I mean, I didn't actually catch it. You caught it, so he made half the show, but yeah, so he looks stupid, but he gets gets some fame out of it. (laughs) Is that all you have for the party? That's all I have for the party. Okay, so Larry shows back up. I think the next scene is when he walks in and Martine is at the house, right? Mm -hmm. So he walks in, um, sits there, like, finds out what's happening, and Martine says, oh, as he walks by, he's like, look at the suitcase. She's like, it's a suitcase. It doesn't have wheels. Like, there's just... It doesn't have wheels. just cracked me up. Like, why is that relevant to anything? Oh, it's a suitcase. It doesn't have wheels. Like, it's just such an add-on line that for, for no reason. But it's just like a comedy line to add on. So she is a... She's a, like, a professional comedian. Sherry O'Terry yeah. was on SNL. For many, many, many years. Yeah, and she may have been on still or just, or just recently off when this came out. 
Uh, I should look it up, but you could. I, me- I meant to, but I didn't. But yeah, she was. She was famous. Like I don't actually think she's done anything since. But she was. She was decently well known. Very little. But she. She is very funny. She. She plays this role very well. I think. Next thing I have is when he's talking with Cheryl. I actually forget if Martine is still in the room or not, and he's telling her why he's not going to be able to smooth it over with Hugh Mellon anymore because um, he says he made the penis comment. Mm-hmm. And Cheryl's just, like, so disgusted, shakes her head, like, covers her eyes. Why would you do that, Larry? And Larry's response, and he's just so proud and content with himself, is, I took a risk. Like, I love the delivery of that line. A couple reasons. One... That's the worst risk in the world to take. Yep. Like, like, risks are supposed to have rewards. Like, what's the upside to that risk? There is zero upside. Yeah. And, like, he's just so happy. Like, he's just looking like, you know how, like, when you're a little kid and, like, you're told, like, oh, you got to take risks every day and, like, try new things. Like, he just has that sense of, like, accomplishment and, like, pride about him. Like, I took a risk. Like, he's just so happy that he took that risk. And the risk was telling the man that his son is a big penis. Yeah, there's absolutely no upside to this. There's nothing yeah, good that can come out of it. It's an awful risk, but he's he's just thrilled with these. Doesn't like no doubt. Like he's not upset at himself. He's, I took a risk. Like he's happy with it. Such is Larry. Uh, such is Larry. Uh, so, so one thing I caught. You, um, okay. I really don't have much until the end end scene. Did you notice that Larry bought twelve sponge cakes, but when Susie fell off the balcony, she fell onto fifteen sponge cakes. Is that what, did she say 15 or you saw you count, 15? You count 15. I saw the did shot. Did not notice that. I saw the shot. thought about trying to count. Yeah. It just I mean, I would say the more ridiculous part is that a sponge cake isn't going to break her fall. It's, but it's like a sponge. <laughs> so, so you think they just baked three more? I don't know. Unless, unless, uh, Susie had thrown out three sponge cakes earlier in the day, which seems, you know, incredibly pl- implausible. Uh, yeah, so, so that's just bad prop work. I had two other notes. One, I'm trying to think when it was. So it's about taking baths on with socks. And Mar- oh, Martine was telling, was she telling Cheryl that or was she telling Susie that? Martine was telling Su- Susie that. This was. Right, when she was when telling Susie her was this telling random story. Yeah, telling random stuff. Like, I like good corn dogs. I take baths on with socks. Right, so I, and it's not that that line I thought was that funny or anything. This is another thing I think might be a very obscure Seinfeld reference that I'm sure really isn't. But in the Seinfeld episode where George leaves that, like, angry voicemail on his girlfriend's tape, mm-hmm. and she doesn't realize she's out of town and thinks she's just ignoring him, but she doesn't get the messages, and then tries to sneak in with Jerry and switch the tape, mm-hmm. he, he uh, has to, like, make up a story to get her out of the room. And the story he tells her is, my father goes swimming with his shoes on. <laughs> <laughs> so, like... Swimming with shoes on, bath with socks on. I don't know. It's That's a all bit these, of a stretch. Like, wet, wet activities with footwear on. So it's that's really a stretch. But that that's my thing. Um, I that's don't know. A before, huge before stretch. The, it's a huge stretch. Uh, before the very end was at the screening when Larry's with Richard Lewis, and then Jack gets a call and he leaves, and Larry's like, uh, "Should I leave? I don't know what should I do. Should I stay? Oh, I can't watch now." And Richard Lewis just turns to him and is like. You leave me now. I collapse. <laughs> that's my new favorite Richard line. It's, that's like such a good embodiment of everything Richard is on the show. Like, it's a, you leave me now. I collapse. Like, like it's the end of his life. He can't go on. He can't sit down and watch. He's not performing. All he's doing is watching it. 
if if Larry leaves them then. Like and they don't even sit next to each other in the auditorium if you see. Nope. Like it's that was great. Then the end of fifteen sponge cakes. It was a solid episode. 